Mega London, maker of shoes, creators of waves in the fashion industry, introduces Fashion Vanguard's podcast. We aim to open minds, share knowledge, listen to opinions, and start conversations. Our podcast series unravels fashion's many guises and tackles head-on the current issues that matter, getting honest views from the mouths that matter. In this series, we'll be exploring how blockchain can impact the world of fashion by aiding transparency and supply chain, amongst other things. We've discussed what blockchain does and how it can be applied in various industries, including fashion. The technology's benefits make a compelling case for how it can be used to make the supply chain more transparent. It does, however, have its disadvantages. In an effort to better understand and make others aware of tech innovations in fashion, we have some panelists with us today. They are Nazina, Gurdeep, Daniel, Raid, and myself, Ashwini. So how is blockchain currently being applied in the fashion industry? I know we spoke about this briefly in the previous episode, but really, um, how is it being applied currently and what are its drawbacks? Yeah, I, uh, Daniel, I think you're the best person to ask <laughs> this, because you've just written a fantastic glowing article. On it. Um, <laughs> so from my research, um, there are actually companies that are uh, coming up now that are calling themselves um, fashion or sustainability blockchain companies, which I find really interesting because it's so niche, um, but it's also something that's so needed in an industry that we've already talked mm. about that needs it. Um, so Martin Jalgard, I think that's um, and uh, Providence, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they Luxor, came, yeah, yeah, and so they've come, they've all come together to. Um, they did it last year in Copenhagen Fashion Summit, and. Um, they basically tried to create a blockchain supply block, blockchain supply chain. Mm, I know that's mm. kind of, but a blockchain supply chain in the sense that they had this tag. It was almost like a QR code, mm. um, and then you could scan it and you could see exactly where the fashion um, the product had been made, um, who it had been made by, where it had been made by. Um, was and it, it something done with the phone at all? Just yes, out of curiosity, yes. so you could actually so it's walking into a shop essentially. Yes. And using your phone, scanning it, and I believe so. all the data. I believe so. There's not a lot of coverage on how exactly it was done. It was just yeah. kind of done. But mm. I believe that, like, especially at a summit, a conference, um, I don't know how many conferences people have been to around the room, but <laughs> at conferences, people are on their laptops, but Wi-Fi can also be somewhat of an issue. So mm. being on, you know, your phone, being able to snap it. So I think it because it was a tag, and especially if it was a tag, I think a phone would go really well with that. I, I don't think, you know, people are scanning it with a webcam on their Mac or whatever. You know, I think it was, <laughs> I think it was their phone because uh, it was a very like interactive thing. So mm. my assumption would be phone, but um, don't quote me on that. I mean, fashion more widely um, has been starting to adopt some sort of blockchain technology. In um in that uh, companies big brand companies established companies are looking to establish some sort of blockchain just so that they can get their foot in the door if yeah. that makes sense yeah um and influence other companies to do the same so um two examples for the way it's used it would be uh, one would be as uh, grievance calls right so if there are human rights issues uh, biggest one that everyone kind of knows about is Foxconn 2010 2011 uh, with Apple in China um 
and all the like people were working 12 14 hours a day with no break uh they'd be put in these almost prison like cells um you know and given 2 hours of passports removed from them all these sorts of things uh, another example of that is electronics in thailand um i think there was a big brand i, I don't want to say the name because i i don't I, i'm not completely sure on it but um it's you know that that all came out so there was then an emphasis an, an emphasis to look at grievance calls um and so for example blockchain could be used if someone makes a call to um the company hq or the contractor hq that can be recorded logged and then almost like uh was talking about put it in, in a ledger you know that it would that's make make it mm, make mm. it decentralized so that's one example and, and that's com- confidential and that's yeah that's confidential mm. uh it can only be it's encrypted one only what person who puts it in and the person who needs to receive it can get it right the second thing is the more i suppose popularized version which is tracking supply chain right. like you know like what martin jelgar did doing that for companies and brands mm. now the problem with that is that when you get into looking at blockchain and you get into looking about how it can be used in fashion, it's not like, you know, Gurdjieff was talking about, it's not it, it's not easily recognisable how the link can be made between mm. blockchain and fashion. Yeah. So looking at it, a supply chain makes that link, but it's kind of like who who's going to do it first? So yes, Martin Chalkov did it first, but who's now going to do it next? And mm. who's going to do it after that? And what yeah. brands are going to come and... So I have my examples for blockchain aren't the fashion industry. Mm. My block the grievance calls is uh, um, a utilities company called Schneider Electric based in France, and the um, supply chain is Centrica, which owns British Gas. Right. So th- these are you know big utilities, energy companies right. yeah, yeah. that. You can imagine with all the environmental concerns, blockchain could be a really good resource for that. So my knowledge on fashion per, per se for mm. blockchain is as far as to say about Martin Jalgaard mm. as well as like the blockchain sustainability fashion companies that are coming up but how it can be applied um, is those energy utility examples. But, but what you very clearly sort of demonstrated is is that it can be used to improve sustainability yes. um, and, and that sort of follows on to the question that we were going to ask or pose it, it's just you know could blockchains obviously substantially improve sustainability particularly within the fashion world um and you know apart from those two uh, you know sort of um you know areas that you mentioned um does anyone or could anyone have a brainstorm in fact if there's nothing that has been proved as yet could anyone have sort of like a brainstorm in terms of what it could also substantially improve with 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 sustainability is is like it's it's end goal i guess i think sustainability is one of those things it's a buzzword right mm. everyone wants to talk about it but no one knows how to use it right in the sense that like i can talk about can sit here and talk about sustainability but i'm my version of sustainability will be one version out of five different versions right or four different versions yeah. that we have around the table so I could talk about sustainability in the sense that I think it means environmental, social and political improvement for this, the sake of, you know, preserving, you know, the, the classic school example, preserving it for the next generation. Right. right. That could be the, the example I use. And if we're talking in those senses, then fashion has a massive work role to play in terms of sustainability, mm-hmm. um, environmental sustainability, social sustainability, political sustainability, fashion 
I think fashion has a great way to be a medium, especially the arts in general. Mm. But fashion has a great way to have a way of creating somewhat of political sustainability in mm. com- countries through economic sustainability. Mm. So if you create an industry, you know, like uh, Pakistan, India, the Indian subcontinent is so well known for textiles. Yeah. However, companies have, you know, inadvertently, inadvertently in quotes, come in and abuse those right. textiles, that, right? That's been proven. You know, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Rana Plaza is a great example yep, of that. Absolutely. In 2013. Um, so if you can get an industry, textiles industry, and you can make it economically viable, economically sustainable, mm. therefore doing it in an environmental, social way, you can then in a way create political sustainability because you have an economy that can help run the country Got if it. that makes sense yeah. or a region mm. um and i'm not saying that's like a very idealistic and a very like you know pragmatic way of thinking but you know essentially in states where that's possible that is that is somewhat possible so you can they didn't really answer what your question was but mm. in 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 a sense that like blockchain blockchain can be used to help countries or states in countries or towns in countries develop somewhat of a all-round sustainability so that the buzzword kind of actually has some sort of some substance. Meaning. Right. You know? Yeah. Because I might talk about, um, uh, you know, social sustainability. Rahid might talk about legal sustainability. Right. And um, fashion might talk about in, in, environmental sustainability. Yeah. Yeah. We're all talking about the same things. Yeah. It's just not in context. Right. That makes sense. <laughs> Just a quick reminder, you're listening to the Fashion Vanguard's AO London podcast. Please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on, give us a review, and carry on the protest. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Well, amongst glitches, really, I, I read about something called the 51% attack, which I don't completely understand if someone can explain that. So um, a 51% attack on um, blockchain is a pretty, um, it's, it's, it's probably the best known way to hack into a, uh, into a blockchain. Mm-hmm. It's happened before with, uh, well, it's been threatened to happen with Bitcoin before. Similar sort of thing happened with Ethereum. What is it? Um, so... When I talked about uh, in a previous episode, the idea that you can have decentralized governance and that the rules, the constitution, mm-hmm. if you like, um, is governed by a majority. Mm-hmm. If a majority of the nodes, that is to say the computers, um, decide that the constitution is to be changed to something malicious, like, say, all transactions are now to go into my bank account in the Cayman Islands. Yes, um, nice. Then uh, it's pretty, 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 pretty useful. <laughs> um, um, then, then they can do that if they controlled, you know, a majority, fifty-one percent mm-hmm. of the okay. the, not, mm-hmm. uh, the the yeah the notes. Um, that's that's it really. But the um, it's 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 not a you know it's not it's not a huge huge issue these days. Um, but that is, you know, that's a very complacent thing to say, to be fair. But um, it is in 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 big, big cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or where you have centralized governments like what banks are trying to do or like I would suspect what uh, fashion supply chain blockchain companies are trying to do. Um, they've probably, you know, 
mitigated this issue somewhat by either centralization or just making it so damn hard mm. to control over half the network. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And if are there other glitches that you think are perhaps bigger than the 51% attack, something more likely, something that's really a flaw with blockchain? Well, I mean, the, obviously different, different blockchains are different constitutions, if you like. Bitcoin has plenty of flaws, which is why anyone who's worth their salt will, well, I'm being very biased, but anyone <laughs> worth their salt will tell you, yeah, these are the flaws. Um, and the people who say they're not flaws generally have a vested interest. Um, the, the flaws can be things like time it takes to secure a block of transactions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the For, for, for Bitco- Bitcoin as it is, um, I think the theoretical maximum number of transactions you can have per second off the top of my head is seven. Whereas if you can imagine Visa is doing about 2,000 a second, Mm. clearly it can't compete. Uh, That's a big issue. Um, There are issues surrounding the questions of centralization, as I mentioned earlier. There are issues surrounding the question of immutability. Immutability is a fancy word that computer science people like to use. All it means um, is that it's uh, something that can't be changened. Um, uh, When you think about CDs, um, you you have, say, uh, an ordinary CD, it's CD read-only, or you have CD rewrite or DVD read-only or DVD rewrite. Um, with DVD rewrite, you can go back and you can change the content of that DVD. DVD read-only, you, can, you, you can't change it. Mm. Um, if you have a, a rewritable blockchain, so to speak, then um, you can go back and you can change what goes on. And that Uh-oh. can be through a 51% attack. Yeah. That can be through having a silly constitution. Uh, that can be through maybe a centralized um, blockchain and someone hacking into that central point um, and doing something malicious. Uh, whereas if you, yeah, so, so that's 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 a big issue. Um, so yeah, there are some some glitches, mm-hmm. some issues. I wouldn't necessarily call them glitches because they are sort of baked in. Mm-hmm. But they're things you have to manage. At the end of the day, it's you know it's real life. There there are going to be problems with any system. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you you just have to ask yourself what are your priorities. They're probably security. They're probably reliability. And I suspect in the fashion supply chain context, uh, transparency. And you've got to do your best just to to, to mitigate any issues. That well, like, I I think also, and it's a good point. Blockchains, it, it, it's a complex you know process. The 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 point to take away with this is that you know where it is a new technology we that there's always going to be room for anything to to possibly happen um which will negate obviously its main benefits. So I think really researching and having a greater understanding of the technology and how it can be misused in any ways is just mm-hmm. really important. I think it it's it's difficult for us to you know sort of list i guess all the all the potential scenarios of of things not going well um but then also i think you know it's good to to have this sort of process in place because that's essentially what blockchains is meant to do it's meant to prevent you know counterfeit hacking all the mm-hmm. things that we have now become quite accustomed to you know particularly with anything that's sort of you know internet enabled or you know, cloud enabled or whatever that involves us, you know, using some sort of, you know, innovation or technology or whatever. I, I, I hope I'm making my point clear, but, um, it, you know, if it's meant to remedy that, but then also it's susceptible to the same threats, you know, it, it's sort of like, okay, well, we just need to think a little bit more. That's not to say we park the idea, but it's, you know, that it's it's still an idea in pilot. I, I fear I may have um, induced a bit too much pessimism. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> no, no, no. We like because... that. We, we know we do like that. Well, <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, anyone who's worked in tech will tell you that um, hacks do happen, and it's it's it just happens. Every single thing you're using is susceptible to hacking. Mm. One of the reasons I'm a little skeptical about uh, blockchain being used for voting is because if there is a hack, and my God, people will try to hack it, yeah. then the mm -hmm. consequences can be very, very, very grave. They can mm. affect our government. They can affect democracy as a whole. Um, but hacks happen. They just do. Mm. Um, you can't get around it. I, I've got a little startup I'm starting at the moment. The launch site, nothing going on with the launch site. <laughs> it's just a very, very simple site. <laughs> Within an hour of it being launched, two people tried to hack us. Oh and this is nothing. This is nothing. <laughs> you know, you can just imagine. It, it, it just, these things happen. You've got to do your best to mitigate any issues. You've got to do your best to encrypt uh, data so that it's really hard for people to get, you know, your customers' passwords yeah, or whatever, yeah, it, yeah. to use a really practical example. These things happen. Blockchain is maybe a, an improvement, but I, I'll, I'll say, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It is not a panacea. There are, you know, you should have reservations. Mm. Um but it doesn't mean you should you should give up on it or stick a pin in it, I think is roughly what you yeah. were saying. So I think we agree. Yeah. And, you, you know, to follow up, follow on from what you've just said, actually, when we're looking at AI, which is probably a bigger innovation, you know, sure. you're not mm -hmm. even dealing with them. I'm sure those hackers weren't mm -hmm. actual people. They were bots. No, no, those are all people. The, the, <laughs> they were. <laughs> you know we, 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 we kind of figured out who they were as well. They're very Ash cheeky. Reedy, it very was cheeky. you, wasn't it? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> really, it was it was uh, ge geologists, student geologists, is what we figured it was probably going to be, well, which is I, really weird. It well, can be anyone. You know, we're in a culture of hackers. Didn't, yeah. Did you not hear of some guy who hacked into Apple because he wanted yeah. to get a job there? I mean, it's that. Oh, I heard. Oh, it. Yeah. that's a good way of doing it. Yeah. Good, and then there's the the guy who um, was almost deported to America but managed to stay in the UK yes. in part because I think he was autistic. Yeah, and so yeah, he had yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, because he wanted to find out evidence of aliens within the Pentagon database. <laughs> Oh, is right? that so, why he did no it? I think, well, but that's what's claimed, at least, by uh, his yeah. defense counsel. Yeah. Uh, and I, I suspect that's true, right? <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's an interesting enough topic. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it happens. It happens. Hacks happen. Mm. You know, it's just like, like are you, are you going to tell me, okay, tomorrow, you know, Sadiq Khan's going to do something and suddenly all the stabbings in London are going to stop. Yeah. All of them, ah, it's yeah. still going to happen. You can reduce it. You can mitigate it. Mm. But bad things happen. If they didn't happen, then I wouldn't, there would be no point in me studying law. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so then, but then that's not really a reason to, to maybe negate, I guess, the, the positives yeah. of yeah. blockchain. Yeah. Just, you just, you just need to you take just things need to take things salt. right, right. Bit, bit perspective. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that sort of answers our next question about how those glitches can be tackled because, mm. Really, I mean, there are glitches, but they're not big enough that we completely mm. sort of give up on blockchain. There, obviously, it, it, it's important that C-suite lemmings are told exactly <laughs> like what the issues are, that, they, that they're that they told, you know, these are the risks, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think awareness is a big thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and also just practicing good um, good hygiene. Mm. That is to say, when you, I don't mean like physical hygiene. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, I mean, do that as well. Yeah. I, I'm absolutely in favor of that. I, I encourage you. Uh, but uh, in terms of making sure whatever data you're using is encrypted um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, lobbying the government to make sure that they don't make it illegal to encrypt things. Um, so doing things along those lines uh, is, is, is a good idea. It's just, it's, it's sort of... Um, Computer security, common sense. Just mm. make sure you follow along with that and, and you'll be as okay as anyone can be. Just get a witch guide and you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> witch so, I'll do it. That'll do it. So do, you mentioned government control. Do you think we actually would need 
you know, intervention from some regulatory body to yeah. to in, ensure or to tackle the issues that do oh, yeah. arise. Oh, yeah. I mean, if say, say there's a fraudulent situation. Well, mm. in this country, we have the serious fraud office. The joke about the serious fraud office is they never prosecute anyone. But maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe there'll be a, a, a great opening That's now true. for them to prosecute more people. Yeah. Um, there are... <laughs> You know, give, give them some work to do. That'll be a good idea. Um, so, there, there, yeah, and then there'll be, you know, the, the FCA, Financial Conduct Authority, mm. in, in the financial situation. Mm, mm. There's, um, I, I'm not quite sure, I'm sure Daniel can help me here, with the Modern Slavery Act coming through, there are probably bodies built. There, there's the modern, there's a commissioner, isn't there? There's the, the wow. anti-slavery commissioner and so on. Mm. I don't know how much power he has, uh, but maybe expand his powers. I don't know. There are... Um, there's lots of, yeah, you, you, you got it. I mean, that's the point of having regulations around these things. Mm. Things do go wrong, so the government steps in. Hopefully the government isn't corrupt. Mm. And in this country, generally speaking, things are, are not too corrupt when it comes to this sort of thing. Blockchain has been tested and used in the fashion industry to a very small extent, but its potential is huge. However, there are several shortcomings. We discussed whether or not these shortcomings would be completely detrimental to the use of blockchain in the fashion industry.